Welcome to the Men on Purpose podcast, featuring dynamic conversations with emerging and established visionary men on purpose. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the men on purpose who are committed, creative, courageous change makers, living their best, most fulfilling life possible. Now, here's the host of Men on Purpose, Ian Lobos. All right, everybody, it is time. Another front runner edition today. And as you can hear, I've got a better microphone. We both do. <laughs> we both do. So it's Aaron and Ian coming at you live. And I know that sounds like a weird DJ thing, but that that's what we feel like right now with this new equipment. We got a road Roadcaster Pro uh, mixing board. We've got some pro mics, and it's it elevates the excitement of doing an episode. <laughs> live from Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. So today, as you know, uh, Aaron and I are making these these episodes together uh, a regular thing on the on the show because we've gotten so much feedback of how beneficial they are and how people just love to be a fly on the wall in our conversations. Now you're just going to hear. I mean, we probably have 50 pieces of content, 50 different topics we're going to talk about, and we're just calling these the front runner episodes or the the front runner edition because Aaron and I have a company called front runner where we do masterminds and, and high level events that take you to a place deep down inside and break you free to be able to live that life that you want with the, that's like the simplest version. They're very, very simple. Version. They're very, they're very involved. However, the one thing that we have is a mission in the front runner in the front runner business is that, that you will break through, break through, right? <laughs> that you will break through, and that it's different than other events and and masterminds and group programs and coaching stuff because we have a mission, which is the weekend that you join us, you'll remember that weekend forever, and that's our goal. That's our guarantee: is that that is the weekend when you actually shift both who you are and what you're doing and turn into that purposeful person, both in skills, habits, actions, intentions, mindset, everything about you becomes more intentional and your life shifts in that weekend that you spend with us. And that's our guarantee. And I know that's, that's, that's kind of salesy, but that's real. That's real for us. And we, we put our heart and soul and our asses behind that. And it's really rewarding. It's really rewarding. So today, because it's November, we're going to get into goal setting and planning for 2021 because you can see I'm not looking at the mic anymore. <laughs> I'm looking at the camera. Time. <laughs> um, we're going to get into goal planning and, and goal setting because listen, 2020 has been a very interesting or extraordinary year. And it's been extraordinary because whatever your mindset is, it's been extraordinary. If you think it sucked, it's been extraordinarily bad. If you think it's been awesome, it's been extraordinarily great. I think it's been extraordinarily great. We've built some amazing things this year, cleared a lot of stuff out that's, that was holding me back, and so have you. And we want to make sure that if you're listening to this content, obviously you know what we're, our guarantee is and our, and, our, and our promise on this show, on Men on Purpose show, is that we are going to constantly elevate, educate, evolve, and just level this thing up with our content and with our, you know, 
our knowledge and our education. We're going to give you everything we've got at the highest level. As we continue to grow every single day, you'll get our best. So that's our guarantee. So today, we're going to talk about goals. Goals. Yes. Goals. Oh, I wonder if I have. Hold on, ready? Ready? Check this out. Goals. Everybody, everybody's excited about goals. <laughs> I have so many buttons in front of me with sound effects from this roadcaster. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, awesome. if, if you are not watching the video version of this, you'll be elated to know that Ian is like a small child. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many colors and buttons. Ooh. All of his fingers are like animated and he's trying to you know, twist the knobs and, and make things happen. Yep. Neither of us know what the buttons do. Oh, I do. I know everything <laughs> about this. Okay. I, am, I am completely purposeful in my, in my actions okay. here. <laughs> right. That's not true. That's not true. I did practice with this over the weekend, and I, I, I you know, I, uh, I think I know what I'm doing. Yep. Well, that's how it always starts. Yeah. We just need some, um, some boom. Yeah, some reps. We'll get some lights next time. Yeah. Dude, the whole in six months from now, we will have an entire studio with lighting. Like it's going to be, I have lighting. Uh, but also, we don't need I, all that. I feel like at that point I'll just move out. This will just be the permanent studio. That's right. But we'll have my basement, dude, next week, my whole studio, my basement. Now you're coming to my house. I'm in. First of all, goals. Let's Doesn't, get this conversation. True. All right. Track. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You started off. So Aaron has a really, really, really interesting way of goal setting through lead and lag measures that have helped me considerably. So this is that pen and paper moment that I always talk about pay attention. If you're working out right now, listen to it once, but go back and listen to it again, because what he's about to drop is going to help you actually nail these goals and make them realistic instead of being a pie in the sky idea that you have. All right, hit it. Well, let's start with a bit of a story. I hated goals. Absolutely hated goals. And all the way from the day I left college to maybe 2014. So, you know, a couple years went by, five years went by. I was such a gypsy because I unsubscribed to this idea that in order to be successful, you had to build these achievement goals. And a part of that really, I think, began when I noticed the people around me set achievement goals and then compromise their entire identity to make them happen. Yeah. So this might be the guy that goes for the money, goes for the business, goes for the car, and like has to change his whole character to fit this new objective. Yeah. And it's well, back up for a second. Why, why wouldn't somebody, or why is it non-serving to change your character to serve the goals? It's just backwards thinking. We, what, what we do with Frontrunner and what I think both you and I have experienced is that if we're purposeful, we have a mission. Go back and watch that episode. Yep. We've got a mission. We've got vision. We've got purpose. And those things drive us forward. And our character evolves to meet those conditions. If we're setting goals based on vanity and based on this, ego, this, yeah, the ego and this um, sort of quote unquote American narrative of like what success is, then we're, we're actually moving further away from mission, vision, purpose than, than we intend usually. But I also think that the, the character that we, we see people evolve into, while it may fit the movie screens and like <laughs> get, a, get a ticket sale, yeah. if we deeply look at some of those personas, they're not the husband, they're not the father, they're not the friend, they're not the, the leader, they're not the visionary that we actually deeply want to be. And if you can get someone out of the space of, of seeking achievements to validate who they are and validate who they think others 
should see in them. Yeah. Usually those objectives melt in the first place. Like I would say that most men like I'm all about a Ferrari. Ferrari sounds awesome. <laughs> it's probably a lot of fun to drive a Ferrari, but you don't drive it like to giant. Right. Right. You don't drive <laughs> it to moms or whole foods. Right. Because there, there's an expense, not, not, not financial, just like where you're going you to park in a parking garage where there's no space to park. Like there's so many other things to worry about. Right. So then you think about, okay, what's the Ferrari doing for me? And if you're a true car enthusiast, maybe you'd like to work on it. Maybe you'd like to spruce it up. Maybe you'd like to go to the track on the weekends. But I, I have to be honest, if, if I got a Ferrari, most of the reason I would get a Ferrari, especially then, was so that people would look at me and value me differently than I valued myself. So the goal, that's what you're saying, is it's, there's no alignment, no congruency alignment. with, so the Ferrari becomes the goal. Like I used to have a private jet goal and a 100-foot yacht goal, which is still going to be awesome someday, except I don't need that to make me who I am. Right. I need that or I want that because I just want it because that's something I'd like to experience and enjoy. Now, I think there's, a, there's kind of a bell curve, right? So you start on one side and you want it to impress, to attract, yeah. et cetera. And then you go through the healing and the work that takes you through a lot of complexity and you come out on the other side and, and you may still want the object. I may still want a Ferrari, but the reason I want it is completely different and my attachment to it is almost non-existent. Right. So if it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, I'm still happy. And when I, when I saw people set goals and watched what it did to their happiness yeah. and, and their personality and their relationship with others, I felt that, that it wasn't for me. And somebody at one point said something about, uh, it was a mentor of mine. He said, look, what, what you measure grows. So you have to start setting goals and like benchmark yourself. And it took me two years of, of failing to set the right goals to realize that it wasn't that I had gone into this goal setting process without experience. I mean, I was an athlete. I could set these benchmarks and, and press for results and PRs. But there was something about my, my way of setting goals and my way of going about goals that was mirroring just what I had seen. I, I didn't know any different. Like an Instagram completely you know luxury instagram feed or one of those success yeah, you know, yeah. it's like set the goal set the yeah. target it's like you know got an acronym of nine, <laughs> nine letters you're supposed to remember right <laughs> but the the possibility that exists for people and you know i just want you to listen in real quick the possibility that exists for people is to set goals that creates a better more aligned you in the future and that Say it goal, again. a possibility exists for you to set goals that creates a better and more aligned you in the future. And the only way that that's possible is to observe the process of becoming as the goal. You might pretty, need to go back. Yeah, to I was going to say, rewind <laughs> that because that's pretty deep. The, the process of becoming should be the target. So rather than setting the, the benchmark goal way in the future, I want to buy a Ferrari, et cetera. Could we all as men and women think about, I want to become the person and identify who that person is and make the step-by-step, -step, the day after day, the long-term commitment to going that route. If that's your goal, I, I will bet any amount of money that you're going to be successful. Yeah. And I think that's why people set these crazy goals. Like we know plenty of people that have set goals four or five years ago and they still haven't hit them and they're still on the journey because they haven't become the person that can actually achieve that goal. And even if they did, you know, we talk about this in mission, you're, it's not sustainable over time. And so what we're talking about here is 
is setting incremental goals that help you achieve something, but really it's helping you level up who you are and who you're being to actually get those things accomplished. Then instead of you, you know, getting to that next level and holding on for dear life, you're actually standing on that level with solid footing and foundation to know like I'm here. I did this. I achieved this goal and this is who I am today. Perfectly matched with this goal. Now my next phase is, is, is the next, this level. I want this. This is who I need to become to get that in a sustainable format. These are the habits that I need. This is what I need to release and let go of. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, that you actually have to eliminate and let go of a lot of stuff to be able to hit the next level of your goals or of your ambitions or whatever you want to call them. Because who you are today can't get that. You might be able to stretch. You might be able to really push hard and you know crush it, which is just not the whole crush it and 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 grind it isn't that's not for me i did all that and i burned myself out and i burned relationships out and i wasn't happy with who i was when i achieved the goal i remember i felt empty and i was like wow i just worked for a whole year to hit this and and it doesn't even matter but now through your system of lag and lead measures i've been able to to, to match. So when the goal gets hit, I'm like, of course it does, because I'm now the person that can maintain and sustain that goal. I can hit next goals. I can do this. You're building your mind, right? You're training your brain. You're not just training your brain to crush it, which is how burnout happens. And that's how, that's how incongruency in every other area of your life happens, which is you crushed it over here, but you let go of all these other things, relationships, your health, your, your fitness, whatever. Like we're talking about we're talking about leveling up in all those different areas of your life and creating habits in all those to hit goals in all of them. That's how you have a, the whole life that you'd like to have. Dude, so, so two things come up when, when you share this because I think you just smacked another home run out of here. There's, there, there's two things missing when you set an achievement goal. And, and I think all of us have done this, right? We, we come up with some amazing feat that we want to hit, something that we always dreamed of or something that we know that, People around us will celebrate and we, we, we etch it into like a tree and we're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about this. This is happening. And you talked about like the waste gate. I mean, the waste gate for some of these achievement goals is huge. Yeah. But there's also, I think there's a frontal loss and that's, you, you get to a point where you're like, what's next? Yeah. And the what's next is a puzzling question simply because if you've ever gotten somewhere, worked really hard to get there and then gotten to what's next, it's like falling off of a cliff <laughs> and there's just almost no end to that, that right, fall. Right. I mean, you can get lost in, I mean, this happens all the time. Like artists, athletes, right. They, they hit an accolade and they're like, I don't know what what's next. Yeah. I don't, what I else? And there's a lot of, a lot of like circular momentum that is lost in just this, this huge pitfall. And if, if you know someone that has hit their financial numbers, right, they're now financially free. Dude, that's that's a point where you're like, I don't know what to do now. Right. And if you haven't given it any thought, you've been so focused on getting this goal hit. Now you're now you're somewhere you're lost. Yeah. Right? And so there there are two real big premises of the system. So the first of them is rather than thinking what's next, the system forces you to think about what's forward. And again, this is kind of back to becoming rather than thinking, well, I'm going to hit this and then I just going to enter the puzzle zone. 
Instead, we're going to think about what do I need to consistently do to evolve so that my person becomes, and now all I have to worry about is what's forward. And the second thing it forces you to do is to think about what inputs can I measure that will ultimately pull me towards this new kind of person, this new being and new becoming. And I think the, the beauty of this in the way that it's helped clients and students and mentees is that it, it really encourages us to measure what matters. And when you measure what matters, you're going to get a very, very different life. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I thought about when you were talking was we actually, you know, in our front runner event two weeks ago in, in every other event that we've done and in, in speaking engagements that we've done and in coaching that you and I do together for, to, to help other people, you, I, I always tell people, they'll say, I just need to get to this next level and then I'll be good. I need to get, and, and everybody who's listening, I know you've said this before. And if you're on the beginning everybody. of your journey, you're lucky because you, you will learn, hopefully from us, if we can make any impression on you, you'll learn from us and you won't have to go through that mindset and then shift out of that. Because that's, that's sort of society, that's schooling, that's the, that's the BS, the sort of the facade of how this thing runs. But when you get into the actual application behind the scenes, that's not how it runs. It's just not how it runs. And so if you, if you say, well, if I just get to this level, I'll be good, or I'll have time for my family, or I'll have time for this, or I'll take care of myself at that point, or I'll start saving money when I make another 10000 a month, or whatever it might be, then all you've done is build yourself into to who you've become is a person that, that always looks to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. You'll never be fully fulfilled or satisfied, and that's a problem. Maybe, maybe not for you. It, it was for me because I remember I hit some very, very big goals and it's like, it's like running on a treadmill. Like you literally get on the treadmill. You don't warm up. You just crush that thing at 10 miles an hour or whatever. And you're running as fast as your legs will take you. And then all of a sudden, like someone pulls the plug out and you've hit the, you know, you said, oh, I'm going to run three miles, but I got to get this done now. I'll, I'll do weights later. I'll do this later. I'll take care of my body later. I'll just crush these runs. I just need to get the run done. And then the plug's out and you kind of look around and you go, well, what the hell was that for? I, I didn't learn anything. I didn't grow. You didn't really go anywhere. Right, right. <laughs> so there is that treadmill analogy too, but it's just, it's still the, it's still the, the brain going, but, but brain learns in increments. It doesn't learn in these big leaps. It, it, it's, it actually is very simple. And that's why, that's why Aaron and, keep, Aaron and I keep our, our coaching very, very, very simple. The things that we've learned and the way that we, that we condense it and, and dilute it down is it seems simple, but it's not, it's very complicated and it's back in, but we keep it simple because you need to keep it simple. Your brain doesn't want super complicated. And so if you become the person that crushes it and chases and pushes all the time to seek these, you know, level eight or level 10 goals, but you haven't understood level one through seven or level one through nine and actually train the brain to level up, and built the habits of a level one, a two, a three, you're not going anywhere and it, you will fall. And I have been through that and it sucks. It sucks. But that's why athletes, most professional athletes, you know, there's a, I forget what book it is, but it says like um, to get to a seven or eight or nine or 10 figure mindset, you got to go through a three, four, five, and six figure mindset and learn the habits of a three, four, five, six, and seven figure mindset person you know, basically who you become is a person that has this money can achieve this. And then you step up to the next goal. When, 
you know, a guy who's 21 years old goes from making $8,000 a summer working at McDonald's to making $6 million. The brain, there's too much gap in there. So when it, when it's, when the, when the new feeling wears off, when everything, you know, all the lights get turned off, your slide is back down to four figures. And that's the same for any type of learning out there, personal development, crushing goals in business. So that's why, that's why Aaron's system is really, I found it to be spectacular. And it's really helped me this year. I've, I've really incorporated it. It helps you level who you're being and what you're doing and subsequently what you're achieving as a nice little positive cycle. So let's talk about it. Go ahead. So we the, need a whiteboard. I feel like I need like it just, I just need an Iron Man screen. It's like 3D. <laughs> that's, that's what I need. Can we make this happen? Studio crew. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> we got to make something cool. Out of these um, Iron Man screen appear. <laughs> <laughs> or, or it could be a unicorn that just appeared, whatever, or a rainbow. <laughs> um, so the, the principle that this all lives on is, is uncovering why beneath why beneath why beneath why. So it's like a six layer cake. And when we start with this process of taking the why down that deeply, the most amazing things happen. So let me, let me give you a concrete example of that. Let's say that any one of you listening is like, you know what, Aaron, I want, I want $2 million in my savings account so that I can, um, I can retire, right? So retire would be the first why. Well, my follow-up question is going to be, why do you want to retire? And that, that question might be riddled with a bunch of um, things that we have to cut through. But we might end up at, well, I don't really like working. Okay. Why don't you like working? Well, I want to spend more time with family. So now we're down to three. Well, why don't you, why do you want to spend more time with family? Well, I, I think that, you know, my time is, is short or, you know, I really want to create some memories. So cool. We're going to create some memories. As we go further and further down this, we get to discover priorities and we get to discover why the priorities exist. And in, in the stream of consciousness that we're going, we might discover that this individual wants to create memories with his kids so that beyond him, beyond him passing on money to his kids when he goes, he's, he's actually giving away something much more important, his lessons, his experience, his knowledge, his love, his joy. So we might end up at a point where this individual wants to spend time with family. But if you look at his goals, his goals have all been centered around coming up with this $2 million. And they cannot, it's impossible for them to exist simultaneously, right? It, this would be like trying to go left and right at the same time. It doesn't work. And what we work really diligently to do through frontrunner events and some other coaching is to help someone align their goals more effectively. The way that works is this. We have two different pillars. We have leads and we have lags. And those lags, uh, I, love, I love thinking about this because it just always gets me so excited. So Lags are the things that we do on a regular basis without fixation on the outcome. The, the, wait, did I get that right? No, I didn't. The leads, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> the leads are the things that we do without expectation of an outcome. The lags are the results of our leads. And we draw a big, huge line in the middle. And our goals are going to be predominantly centered around our leads. So let's think of this, this example where this gentleman wants to connect more deeply with his kids. If you think about his process before, you might say, well, his leads are going to be all centered around making money. And even more importantly, his lags are going to be all about making money. Lags are our outcomes, right? Our results. 
if we reposition his leads and start tracking and building the system of becoming so that this individual has lunch every single day with his son and breakfast every day with his niece and once a week has a family cookout, now his leads are aligned with who he wants to become. He will indefinitely start shifting internally and definitely shift externally. And as that happens, you'll see that his leads, his uh, leads start to pull him towards a new set of lags, a new set of outcomes. And that outcome will ultimately be that the individuals around him, his family, start to see him as a family person. Yeah. His identity has to shift. And the leads that he's going to build to become that person are incredibly narrow. Whereas the leads that he may make to make a million dollars may compromise everything, everything else yeah. he yeah. wants. And let's, let's use another simple example. If, if someone tells me they want to be fit, they might tell me that they want a lag. They want, I want to be 180 pounds. But they never may consider that there are tremendous leads that have to happen on a regular basis in order for that to, to the outcome to, to be achieved. So that, you know, in three simple ways, it's going to be what you eat, how much you move, and are you in the gym? And if you're doing those things, you're probably going to get the outcome. Most of us tend to track our lags. So we go for the goals. We go for $2 million. We track our income. We track our sales. We track all these things that come from actions that we are not tracking. And when you get hyper-specific on tracking your leads, track your, your diet, you track your movement, you track your gym time, you track your family time, you track, um, like I track my social posts, I track the number of times I take a Duolingo lesson. Like there are specific leads that I am very diligent on because I know that as a lag, I will become the person that I yeah. want to become. So back up for one second. This is... This is the, I want to make $2 million is the lag. I want to make $100,000 this year is the lag. The lag. You can do everything you want to make $100,000, but what Aaron's saying is, and what Aaron's saying is, you have just gotten to the goal of making that $100,000, but what you've completely negated or forgotten about was who you need to become to hold on to that six-figure income, and then get to the next level to set the next goal. That's why people just cycle. Well, I made 100000 and then I, then I had a crappy year, and then I, I was on track, and then the economy, and then I was on track in the COVID, and I was on track. And it's this shit cycle that just rounds and rounds and rounds. But what he's saying is when you become the person that can consistently make $100,000 a year, to set a goal to make 200000 or 250000 you have set a new benchmark and a new foundation to, to work off of. If you make 100000 once and then you say, well, I'm going to go for two fifty, but you have not become the person in your, in your, in your self-care, self-love, your relationships, your communication, your personal development, then you will be working from wherever you started to get to the 100000 So if you started from fifty grand. Instead of building yourself into that person to be who, who you needed to be to make that hundred thousand in a consistent and sustainable manner, you'll start from fifty grand to go to two hundred. But if you build everything about yourself, like Aaron's saying, tracking the just like the Duolingo to learn Portuguese or the the amount of social posts, then you have now set a foundation of a hundred thousand is now your benchmark. Now you're working from a hundred to two hundred. You're not slipping back to fifty. 
But if you do slip back, you know exactly what measures to tweak and you know exactly who you need to be or who you weren't being that caused the deficit or the lack of the goal hit. Super simple. I mean, that's simple. It's simple. And for many people, it's hard, right? You got to be who you, the person that can achieve the goal. It's not about the goal of making a hundred grand. It's about becoming the person that can consistently and sustainably make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Big time. Look, if, if you want to make more money and you're in a sales position, that is a full lag outcome. Yeah. That, like you have very little control over that, quite honestly. That's very dependent on someone else making a choice. Now you can do everything right and they can still say no. However, the lead that is important is going to be how many times you ring in somebody's phone and how many times you email somebody. Those are the leads. Well, there's also the who you are lead. 100%. Which is the big one. How, how are you asking? How are you approaching? Right. What kind of energy do you have when yeah, you're where you come, yeah, How are you coming from? Yeah, exactly. Totally. And those, I, I, I want to position you guys where you understand this enough to, to deploy it. If, if you're looking at your life as a series of lags, the position you're in, the job you have, the family you have, they're, they're, all, they're all based on what, what has been happening, the activities at a small level. Mostly default activities, by the way. Mostly Complete, default. Completely off radar. If you now put every single process that you're deploying under the microscope and choose different processes, your outcomes, I guarantee you, will shift. And if you come to me and say, hey, I want to start a business and become a successful entrepreneur, we have to build specific leads. You have to become a certain person. And that specific person may need to get up, may need to have a morning routine. You may need to track that. You may need to start reading. You may need to start following a mentor, hiring a coach, right. coming to a, like, those are all important leads for you to become the person that you want. But if you sit here and tell me over and over and over that you're not getting the lags that you want, or that you've got this ambitious lag, but don't understand how to cycle it, or you don't know how to cycle it back to here's what I need to do to make it happen, then we have to have a serious conversation about yeah. the process. And about, again, who you are. This is not rocket science. And I used to think it was. This isn't rocket science. This is total, simplistic, take it down to the bare minimum stuff. You don't have to, you don't have to read a thousand books on business. In fact, the way that I've become more successful in business is more personal development. And then who I become as I stage up, it helps me understand and comprehend, be more compassionate to people's needs, listen instead of like like just kind of talking at people but listen and hear them at the same time so that that makes sense that makes perfect sense this this deeply shifted my entire life i've now got i mean you guys watching the video can see like this is how i track my my day my week my month my quarter um, i've also got a spreadsheet where i track all the things that are priorities to me and, and some of those things may seem trivial right i have like how many times i'm visiting a new city because the person I'm becoming is a traveler right. and is world-versed. Um, another one is language, right? Taking Duolingo lessons and practicing conversations. Social posts are one, but I've got, I've got things that, like leads that I measure that are like how many times I meet a random person and give a book away. <laughs> and that, that has more to do with not, like, not who I am, but who I want to make sure I'm becoming. And that person is not only kind and generous, but is attentive to someone else. Like I, I would rather be interested than interesting. Yeah. So if I meet someone and they're like, dude, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm learning. I'm like, they're on a plane next to me or a train and I'm, 
I'm talking to them and they're like, I'm really interested in, I don't know, like sound and making music. I'm like, I got a great book that you need to read. Yeah. Give me your address. I know it's weird. Give me your address. I'm going to send you the book. I don't want anything back. That is more about me shifting into who my future self exactly. is than now. And that's a simple lead. It's not, that's not hard. It's very simple. Yeah. Can I just meet someone and be like, hey, I'd like to buy you a book. Like $12. Spend more than that on, on fast food, you know, <laughs> right. on, on the go. Like, right. So what we're really doing here is, is aligning the person that we want to become with the person that makes the choices to become that. And that's, that's so well said, dude. It's so well said. It's so well said. There's a, for for anybody that's kind of sitting there and saying, I still don't get it. Be okay with that because you've been programmed for so long to just chase these crazy goals. I think ever since I'm not going to get deep into this subject, but you know, I've been doing a lot of research and a lot of, and a lot of studying on schooling and, and where it came from. You've done the same thing. And I've got great mentors in that field. And, and we have been programmed from basically the time we started school to be compared and compare ourselves to others. We have constantly evaluated everything that we do, who we are is based on what we achieve. And that's a huge problem in society. And when you can break free from that, you free yourself from those constraints that you haven't put on you society has put on you. The traditional backward school system has put on you. And that's not a problem unless you don't break it. And you think that you want to go here, but you haven't done the work back here to actually break yourself free. And so I went through like with swimming, right? I went through a, well, I'm going to go to the, to the pool Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I actually remember this conversation. Yeah. And I have, some, I have some other stuff in, 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 my, in my head that, you know, from, from my swimming past and, and being a, you know, semi-professional swimmer, not really, but, you know, I mean, like swimming twice a day since I was six years old and just uh, achieving very high levels there. Forgetting about that or putting that off to the side, I was having a huge challenge getting to the pool Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So what Aaron said was, it's not about, it's not about going to the pool and having a, a swimming workout. It's about driving to the gym. It's about going inside. It's about dipping your feet in the water. It's about swimming one lap. It's about, so what I ended up doing was I started setting a goal that not only was I not swimming Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I wasn't even driving to the gym. So for one week, I set a goal to just drive to the gym, sit there for five minutes and drive home. And, and I know that sounds weird, but if you want to start to program the brain, the brain doesn't want, well, Ian, you got to swim 5,000 yards this week. The brain goes, F that, I'm not doing any of that. That's pain, that's, that's uncomfortable. But when I started to program or reprogram my brain to just drive to the gym, my brain was like, this is cool. I was like, cool, you know what? Next week, I'm going to drive to the gym, and I'm going to go inside. So I drove to the gym, and I went inside, and I walked around, and really, it took only two days. The second day, I was like, what the hell am I doing? Get your ass in that locker room and get the suit on. Got the suit on. I got out to the pool room, and that programming from, and really, it was really trauma, because when I was swimming at a high level, the water was super cold, 
and I would get pushed into the water a lot because the coaches just wanted your butt in there and a cold pool room, cold water, and I just don't like to jump in cold water. So I have to get through that. But getting through that is not just jump, just go. My brain doesn't want that. It's going to do everything that it can to stop me. And even though I'm very motivated to go swimming because my goal, my lag goal is be in great shape, right? All the leads I was forgetting about. So it's like, hey, go to the pool Monday, Wednesday, Friday and be in great, to be in great shape. Well, my brain is it's not aligning with my action. But then when I said, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to dip my feet in the water. The first day I dipped my feet in the water, all of my fears were negated. And it was like, dude, the water's like 82. This is great. And bam, I was prepared, right? So I had my suit on. I had my goggles, cap, and I was prepared. I jumped in the water. I said, great, goal achieved. Everything, everything other than that today is a bonus. How much bonus do you want? And I said, I'm going to swim 10 laps. Bam. Crushed 10 laps, got back. I, I literally, the lifeguards probably thought I was weird, but I patted myself on the shoulder. I said, bro, you did that. This is great. 10 laps. Would you like to do more? You know what? I'm going to do another, I'm going to do another 10. I'm going to do a, a, a quarter mile today. I think that's a great achievement. Boom. So all those lead measures of driving to the gym, walking into the gym, dipping my feet in the water, they led to swimming a quarter mile. Then I was having a challenge with the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because having, you know, at, at that point, I just had one kid and then one kid came like right after I started this goal earlier this year. It wasn't Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That was, all, that, that was not working for me. So it was either give up on the goal because I have a more of a priority to spend time with my kids or it was figure out how to set lead and lag indicators to get this done for the week because I have a, 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 a huge you know, achievement behind this, which is be in great shape. So now it became, okay, how far do I want to swim? All right, I want to swim 3,000 yards this week. Cool. Guess what? A guy like me who likes a lot of variety and does not like time blocking, does not like to, to be super scheduled, on Sunday when I set myself up for the week, which we'll have another episode on, on setting yourself up on, on Sundays or Saturdays or whatever you like, um, I said, this week, 3,000 3, yards. However you want to do it, Ian, is on you. You want to do it all today? Great. You want to break it up over seven days? Awesome. And if you want to do it Sunday morning, all at once, fantastic. It's all up to you. No problem, but 3,000 yards is the goal. And giving myself that, that, that long runway to not feel forced of like, hey, man, I'm, you know, Wednesday I had a, had a rough day. My daughter wants to hang out and do videos. I know I got to get to the gym. Then you are stuck between this place where you're beating yourself up because it's like, well, shit, I, I set this goal and, I, and this is important, but then my daughter's important. What do I do? And then you're just, you're in, you're in a effort zone. You know what I mean? So I said, look, the, the goal is 3000, do whatever you want. But Sunday at 5 PM, the meter runs out and your ass has to have swim 3000, swim, whatever, <laughs> 3000 meters or 3000 yards between now and Sunday at five. Now have at it. And there are many weeks where I was like, I got time. I got time. And Friday night, I was like, oh, my God, 3,000 meters. This is going to be rough. It's 190 laps. That's a lot. And I, did, I had to do that in like two days. And there's one day where I had to do it in one day. And then after that, I learned a lesson, which was that's, that's the crush it, you know, go after it hard. 
doesn't work. Not sustainable. I can't swim 180 laps a day. Like it was, it was going to end my life, you know? <laughs> so then I started, okay, it's, it's 180 divided by six, basically. All right, cool. So I got to swim X amount of laps a day. Got it. You can swim it in the morning or the evening. And I started saying, okay, well, what's my biggest priority? Okay, number one is my family. I want to spend max time with family. That's my mission in life, you know, among other things. All right, cool. So that means mornings are out because I want to see the, the new baby and I want to see my daughter in the mornings. And midday, I'm kind of busy, so that doesn't work. Well, I also want to spend time with my wife after the kids go to bed, right? I gotta, I've got to manage, manage my priorities. Then it leaves like 8, 8 on, 8 p.m. on. So I was like, great. Get your mind wrapped around going to the pool at 8 p.m. It's quieter. I'm an introvert. I don't like to talk to people. I don't want to have a conversation with you just because you're in my lane. I don't want to swim with anybody. I'm very selfish in that manner, if you want to call it that. Once I started hitting the pool at 8, 8.30 at night, it was so freeing because I chose all of this. I chose the goal. I got all the stuff accomplished throughout the day that I wanted, and I got the swim in, and I was feeling amazing. And so who I'd become was a person that can achieve anything I want and still maintain all of my priorities in the, in the, in the order that I choose, and I can get all my goals accomplished. And that was freaking freeing, and it leveled me up. And then, and then the pool shut down for three months. And then COVID. <laughs> and then COVID, which is fine. <laughs> well, the, the two things that stand out for me in that story, and, and it was awesome to be a part of that journey yeah. with you, was one, the, the barrier between you and swimming was really, really tiny, but it had become so massive because the leads were wrong. Right. Right. The lead was like, go to the gym, 190 laps. I'm a man. <laughs> Watch this. I'll turn into a fish. <laughs> and just driving to the gym changed the lead in such a significant way that you were, you were willing to go. Right. And the, the block between you becoming like the, the fish of the sea, that, that was automatic. Once you yep. put your feet in the water, you, you know how to do that. The talent was already there. So I've, I've played soccer my whole life. Like if you walk me onto the field, the rest is I'm good. Yeah. I'm, it's just going to be automatic. Auto. I don't need to think about it. And that's a level of mastery that we right. can also talk about. But the, the other fascinating part of that story is that the most important part of that system was your ability to shift the leads yeah. as the lags changed and as your priorities changed. And, you know, if you want to become a swimmer, you better be swimming. Yeah. It's, it's, it, again, it's very simple, right? What we're talking about here. But let's say you want to run. If you want to be a runner, some people are like, well, I'm not a runner. Every human can be a runner. Right. It's like every human can figure out how to swim. Sure. Just a matter if you want to take the time to, to invest in. But if you want to run, you know, imagine building a system where you're like, I'm going to become a runner. Well, that might mean you need to run, what's fair, a mile a day? So 365 miles a year. That number sounds That's scary. Huge. Yeah. Right? It sounds yeah. incredibly scary. But if you were to break that down, maybe you swim it to 300. My, my goal for the year is 300. And I know that by doing that, I'm a runner. And where I find running as a placement for, for who I'm becoming is that running is a great way for me to take five miles and run away from my problems for two and a half. <laughs> And then come just as energetically back to my problems for another two and a half. That's the way, like when I leave my house, I'm like, I'm running away from my problems. I go down the stairs and I'm like, I'm leaving all my problems right here. No phone. Yeah. Nothing. I get halfway through my run. So I always track my run before I hit it. When I get halfway through my run, 
there's a, a, like my headphones tell me like you're halfway through. As soon as I hit that, there's something in my mind that switches and I'm like, I'm excited to go back and deal with my problem. Yeah. And running, you know, five miles, six miles, three miles in a stint is more about me becoming the person that heals or manages um, the stress and chaos of my life by running. Hmm. And so I take my 300 miles and if I fail, if one quarter I don't hit my 75, it's not, it's not the end of the world. Like I'm not, not a runner or not beating yourself up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of, of what the lead was and what the, the lag was. And if the lag is to become a runner, so th this is where it becomes really valuable. If Ian's lag is, I'm going to be an Olympic swimmer. He, at some point there's going to be a critical threshold where you either plummet or you rocket ship, neither of which is incredibly healthy. Right. I mean, if you look it's at gotta be balance. Yeah, if you look at Olympic athletes, they make a tremendous amount of sacrifices. But if you said, I want to be a consistent swimmer, you'd be, be off to the races just by going regularly. And those lags and leads, the relationship between our leads and lags have to be really strong for us to evolve as a human. For those of you that want more money, you want deeper connection with family, if you want a bigger business, if you want I don't know, you want to get better at tasting food or cooking, or you want to learn a new skill. Leads and lags are the dynamic that will shape how you become that person. If you want to learn piano, it's, it's just so simple. And if, I feel weird saying it out loud, but if you want to learn piano, <laughs> what should you be doing? You should be playing piano, whether it's right. great or not. Every day, you should be out here playing two notes, three notes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes. And I'm, I'm fascinated by the number of people unwilling to do the small, observe yeah. the leads yeah. to get the lags. They just want the lags. Most people want the achievement, not the work that goes into it. And what Give me you, that trophy. Right. Like, <laughs> I want to play the piano like that guy. You willing to do the work? No. And that's the thing that we talk about at Frontrunner events and in, in our coaching businesses is there is a, there is a skill set, there's a mindset, and there's a willingness to do it or not do it. So, again – Keep things real simple. Write this down. There's a skill set, a mindset, and a willingness factor. Just those three factors can go into any single thing you want to do or achieve or whatever. Do you have the skill set? Cool. What skills do I need to achieve? Great. Who do I need to align with to build those skills or what books do I need to read or what courses do I need to take? And then it's mindset. Do I have the mindset of a person that can achieve that? If the answer is no, be honest with yourself, then figure out how to get the mindset. Go find a coach, come to an event like ours, uh, uh, go to group coaching, read books, whatever, right? Do whatever you got to do. Increase that mindset. And then it's the willingness. I know a lot of people that have developed skills and mindset and they're like, F it. I'm not willing to do that work anymore. Great. But now who you've become is a person that can achieve the right, the right factors to then put yourself in the, am I willing to continue on? Am I willing to do this work? And then if you're not, you get to choose that, but either way you choose. Now, there's something you said earlier about the level of mastery. Like I've been a master swimmer my whole life and water polo player. And I also have a mastery on a forklift, by the way. <laughs> three weird things. Right, right. <laughs> water polo maybe being the weirdest. <laughs> um, but for those of you that don't have the mastery, right, that, that can't, once you get dropped in the water, be, be exceptional or get dropped on a soccer field, be exceptional. 
the lead measures to get to that soccer field or to get to that pool are the thing that we want you to pay most attention to today, which are you want to become a runner. The first thing you got to do is lace up your effing shoes or go buy shoes. Right. Or go buy your little running outfit at, at, uh, at sports authority or whatever, whatever it is, there is a step before the next step before the next step, which is I'm going to become a master runner. I'm going to run 300 miles. Your butt needs to be in the right shoes. You got to have the right socks on. You got to have this. So, and if you, if your mindset at that point says, I want to be a runner, I'm willing to do this work. Cool. What skills do I need? Well, I need to learn how to run. Great. What's your mindset? Uh, I need also these, uh, these clothes, these shoes, the shoes are 200 bucks. All right. If your mindset at that point is one of scarcity and shut your ass down and says, I'm not buying $200 shoes, you will not be a runner. Now imagine becoming the person that can say, I want this goal. I want to achieve this goal. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And then you open your mind instead of closing your mind and shutting yourself down to saying, I want this goal. It's very important to me. It's important because of this. Now, what do I need to do and who do I need to be to get that 200 bucks to get those shoes to then continue to, to achieve this goal? So it actually isn't the willingness to run. It's the willingness to get past the, the stop points to get the shoes to run if you have a mindset of scarcity, right? Huge. Back this thing way down. You want to learn Chinese? Fine. But don't, don't say, I want to be fluent in Chinese. Set the goal for the first week just to sign up for the course. Set the goal for the first week to have a conversation with your spouse or your partner or your children to say, hey, this is a goal I have, and I'd like to dedicate uh, one hour a week to this. Are you okay with that? And how can I compromise with you to help you while I take that hour? So you are not going to be ordering stuff in Mandarin in, in Chinatown in New York until you actually clear things up with your spouse to make sure that you're, 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 you're connected on that. Right. So that's a, that's a deeper level that what we're talking about here. So think about the things that hinder you skill set, mindset, and willingness. And in the mindset piece, that's really the piece that's inside of you, the skills you can get those externally. And then, and then, and then, you know, they, they kind of soak in, but the mindset piece is if you're not a good communicator, you can't go, I couldn't go to my wife and say, hey, I'm going to take five hours this week and learn Chinese every week. My wife would look at me and go, uh, what about our children and our businesses and your podcast? You keep adding more episodes and, you know, so I would, I would have to become the person who can compromise, be compassionate and communicate with my wife so that she is aligned with my goal to say, you know what? Yes, absolutely. If you can help me here, here and here. I'm completely fine with you taking an hour a day and learning Chinese because I see that that's a really cool goal for you and something important. Well, bam, now I've just leveled up who I am and I'm about to level up my language skills too. So for those of you listening, it's not about learning Chinese. It's about becoming the person who can be the person that learns Chinese. So let's, let, I know we started with like, here's how we're going to make your 2020. <laughs> Undeserved. <laughs> Undeserved. <laughs> we started with how is this going to be relevant for your 2021? And the, the key here is to, to observe how your 2020 has gone in relationship to your lags. So you might say, well, I hit my goals. I didn't hit my goals. COVID happened. My dream car got smashed by a tree. Who, who knows? 
there was a sandstorm that came from the Sahara over to Miami. Like it's been a crazy year. But is that real? That is real. Oh, it's totally real. <laughs> there was like locust swarms. Like yeah, it was, it's a crazy year, man. The Bible coming out, yeah. So the reason we're sharing this now in November is so that you can begin to align your leads to the lags that you want to achieve in 2021. And that might be, you've got a sales number. Cool. Now let's make some leads that are about calls and emails and outbounds. If your priority is your family, let's make some leads that are about family breakfast and cooking dinner together and dance parties and building forts and escapes and adventures, right? Those are the leads that are going to move you and create the life that you want and help you become the person that you want. Our event in January is um, all about the forward framework, right? How do you take where you are and not only build the right leads, build the right lags, but make this a movement so that it's not just this year, it's about everything forward so that you don't have to say what's next so that you don't get caught in this, um, this weird wake where, where you're just a victim of achievement. Yeah. And building a goal that is so toxic to Hello. the rest of your life yeah. that you end up actually backwards from where you want to be. And our entire dialogues, whether it's mission and all of the other conversations that we have on a regular basis, way too much probably, <laughs> are all about doing this holistically. And if, if you were to see our systems, our goals, my goals, my systems, my sheets, these boards, what you would probably depict are two things. One Aaron is incredibly organized. Aaron was not always incredibly organized. Yeah, I was going to say, make sure you person. go into that. Yeah. I became that person, right? I had to become and evolve into that person. And part of my goals allowed me, facilitated me becoming an organized person. The second thing you would probably notice is that my life is incredibly balanced. And I actually don't like the word balance when it comes to like work-life play. What I mean by balanced is that as aggressive as I am in business, I am equally aggressive in my fitness, in my health, in my learning, your counterbalance, in my intellect, yeah, like all of these things I pursue fully, but I've got really strong leads. How much am I reading? How much am I meditating? How much am I journaling? Like these are these are practices that have become me now. That if you if you just showed me a version of me to the, the <laughs> version I was five years ago, I'd yep. be like, dude, that's not me. That's not me. I'm yeah. not that guy. But you weren't that guy. I that's the that guy. that's the key. Is you were not that guy who could achieve those goals. Right. Period. And, and now if I look at the goals that, that I'm setting as either leads or lags, they're not intimidating because I know how to decode and break them down into its component parts so that what I end up with is do this regularly. You want to make a tremendous impact in the world? Like, I know plenty of people, that's what they want. They're like, I want to impact the world. But they aren't impacting the person next to them. Right. Or the person in the cafe line, right? They're not passing a smile to the person they order shoes from. They're, they're extrapolating this like huge impact goal, but they're not observing that like the way you make an impact in the world is the person next to you. Yeah. Automatically, just by being around you, feels what you're about and makes a shift in their life. And you and I are going to impact a lot of people because we recognize that we might be listening to one person, just one of you out there that are like, I need to be a part of this forward framework. Yeah. And I'm going to be there in January. Yep. And that's, that's one person that's going to eventually do. We got years left of this decades and we're not worried about lags and achieve like no one's going to come to us and be like, Hey man, how many people have you impacted? That's not how it works. Right. There's no achievement on this. It's just a lead. Yeah. 
And you know, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm excited about January. I'm excited about these conversations. This is a lot of fun. This yeah. Microphone's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's all amazing. <laughs> I love these buttons. <laughs> Look at this one. Oh, see, we gotta we gotta script that. No, one. we're gonna we're gonna do that. Here's what's scary, right? Here's what's scary. Setting a goal without figuring out who you need to be to achieve that goal. Get your pen and paper out. Mm. I say it every time. There's only one person, you know, thousands and thousands of people listen to this on, on iTunes, download these, these episodes, and we're extremely grateful for that. And part of, of my mission was to impact the world, right, at a real high level. And that's part of why I have this podcast is because now that I can sort of pay, pay it forward or pass on the information that I'm learning, that I'm applying, that I'm figuring out works and figuring out what doesn't work, then I can just pass it forward to you. There's only one person from each episode that really gets it. And I think that, I mean, maybe there's, you know, maybe there's 50, maybe there's a hundred, but I believe that you're the one sitting in your car or sitting at the gym or you're, you know, sitting at your house and just taking some time to listen to this at night or early in the morning during your morning routine. And you're saying, holy hell, man, this is exactly what I needed. If you're saying that, that's you. You're the person. You know, anytime that Aaron and I speak on stage or do anything in front of a big crowd, I always tell people, you know, I speak at a lot of real estate offices, training people on mindset and, and effectiveness in their, in their enrollment and sales game, building a business that's worth owning, that kind of thing, sustainable practices. I will literally start by saying, it's just one of you that's going to get it today. And I'm hoping that it's one. And I'm almost definite it's one. Because if all of you are just kind of tuned out and here because you want to kill some time, Nobody's going to get it, but I'm okay because I'm still passing it on and I'm still being heard or I'm being listened to. Maybe I'm not being heard. Yeah, you're sharing your message. Yeah, I'm like, sharing the message. Right. It's a great lead. Yeah. I'm sharing my message. Right. But at the end of the day, one of you is going to get this. One of you was designed to hear this today. I hope it's 50 of you. I hope you reach out to us and say, and 50 of you reach out and say, man, that was, that was so impactful. My life changed. Remember Aaron and I's mission with our front runner events and our coaching is that the moment you start with us, the moment you come to one of our events, or the moment you sign up for one of our events, right? We have the event in, in, we have an event in December. We have an event in January. Like they're almost sold out. If you're interested, this isn't a sales pitch. I'm just telling you, reach out to us. See if it's, it's right for you. We don't want anybody there because we're making money. We want people there because they're going to get something from this that shifts and changes their life. And that weekend that they spend with us is the shift point that they can look back on in 50 years. They can go, that weekend with those dudes, that's when I changed. That's our mission. And that's super, super critical. But we weren't those guys. Like, we met each other, you know, three and a half years ago. We couldn't have done this back then because we weren't the people that could achieve that kind of thing. Not even close. It happened this year, right? It happened this year. Even though we always talk about it, we still have these kind of conversations. We weren't those people. So one of the biggest questions you can ask yourself is you know, on a whiteboard, or on a sheet of paper, or on your journal that you're writing in, put a goal down, whatever the goal is. I don't care if it's a Ferrari. I don't care if it's make a million dollars or just be a better husband or wife or, or be a better parent. Then slice that thing in half. And on the other side of that, write down, who do I need to be to achieve this goal? And that is the most important piece because if you're not that person, you're not going to achieve that goal. You might hit it. You know, you might crush it and, and, and just kind of like, lust after it and put all your energy and power into it. But eventually the muscles get tired. Your brain is the same thing as your arms. You can only lift so much weight. You will get tired. And if you want a sustainable, if you want a sustainable goal 
and a sustainable life that keeps leveling up, then you got to figure out who you need to be in order to achieve the goals you set, period. Like, literally, done. <laughs> this is going to be way too much fun. <laughs> I Hopefully, I don't hear this. Anybody listening? Hello? Hello? <laughs> that's for you for you listening that's usually what i hear when ian talks <laughs> it's effed up oh man okay so we're like an hour at this point time to wrap it up yeah bring it home oh man i hope everybody learned something today but remember it's just one of you that's actually gonna really get this today <laughs> <laughs> coming that's, to you live from com, coming to you live from hamden maryland <laughs> so in wrapping this thing up you can listen to this over and over again. Just remember a couple of things. Who do I need to be to achieve the goals that I've set for myself, right? Think about these three things. I learned this from one of my great coaches a few years ago. You have to measure the skills, skill set, the mindset, and the willingness to do the work. Because you can have the first two, and if you're not willing to do it, it's, you're, you're done. I have the skills and mindset to run a very big business here, and I got a I got a very, very, very big offer from someone, like very high, high dollars, more than I've ever seen you know, and made in my life. And skill set was there, mindset was there. However, my choice, because I looked at my mission, my choice was very easily. I just wasn't willing to do it. And so it was a no. And they were like, how can you make that decision so easily? Don't you need to talk to your wife? And I said, no. If I went home and talked to my wife, my wife would say, you're not focused on your mission here. You're focused on the money. And I was, it was very easy. I just wasn't willing to do it. You know, moving to California, I'm, you know, people go, oh, you're moving to LA. It's going to be so expensive. Guess what? I'm willing to do it. I will up my skills and my mindset to make sure that I can live the lifestyle that I want in Los Angeles, which is one of my big goals. And I just need to figure out who do I need to become to be aligned with that. It's that simple. Build your leads, yep. get your legs. So we'll, we, can, we can talk more about this. If you want more information on it, obviously you can go to the website, ianlobos.com forward slash apply. Jump on a quick call with either Aaron and I, Aaron or I, or both of us if you want. It's fine. It's, it's a lot of people on the phone. But we're happy to help in any way we can. If you want more information about the Front Runner events, Front Runner events, it's frontrunner.group. Frontrunner.group. Yeah. We need to change that. We will. We will. <laughs> you know what? The, the, the bet, if you're really curious about these events, if you, if you actually want information about how to attend, just email me directly. Air, uh, do this one. A-S-V-E-L-K-Y at gmail.com. Just, just email me. Say hello. Tell me what you're interested. Tell me where you're stuck. Tell me what your goal is or has been. And, you know, we can paste it on the video. We can put it in the comments. We can, we can drop that email somewhere so you have it. But send me a direct email if you want to know about the forward framework. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. So you don't have to, you don't have to worry and, and scribble and write. Obviously, you've got a rewind button, A-S-V-E-L-K-Y at gmail.com. Super easy. Mine is mentalpurposepodcast at gmail.com. Super easy. Send us an email. <laughs> yeah. Just, just take that next step and be inquisitive. So, like... Meredith and I said this on our episode, on our first episode, people who are purposeful take action. People who are by default will sit and wonder and think about all the things that get in their way. People on purpose take action. If you feel something in your chest right now, if you feel something in your stomach, if you're anxious about it, if you're nervous about it, that is the universe telling you to take action. You're not taking action and sliding a credit card. You're taking action just for the next step 
to find out more information about what it looks like. That's it. That's it. We're not going to bite your head off. We're here to help. It's our mission in the world. So we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for, for all the comments and especially the ones that Aaron and I are doing, the one that my, my Meredith and I are doing. They, like, I can't believe the, the overwhelming response. It's, it's, it's really gratifying and, and amazing. So we're just going to keep bringing you everything we've got. And if it helps you, awesome. And if it doesn't, still thanks for listening. That's, that's okay. We're not, we're not tied to the outcome. So mentalpurposepodcast.com or ianlobos.com forward slash apply mentalpurposepodcast at gmail.com. You know how to get a hold of us. Take action. Let's do it. Catch you on the next one. Appreciate you guys. I push the button now. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the Men on Purpose podcast, where our mission is to educate, elevate, and activate every man to truly live their best, most fulfilling life possible. To find out more about the podcast, our guests or becoming a man on purpose, visit menonpurposepodcast.com and choose your most purposeful path forward.